Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coach Kevin Furtado. Hey, if you want to know who are the best high school basketball coaches and leaders in our country are, you need to stay tuned and listen to the Championship Vision Podcast. We have some of the most renowned and best high school basketball coaches and PE teachers from around the country. Coaches you might not have heard of, but have amazing ideas. And I firmly believe every coach in America has genius within them. It's not all about the state championships. It's about the impact you have on your kids and your community. So stay tuned to the Championship Vision Podcast. Welcome to episode 230 of the Championship Vision Podcast. I'm so excited to be uh, <clears throat> interviewing today Coach Michael Palmer. I had him on a previous episode. Uh, coach Palmer is the um, head middle school basketball coach at Prince Avenue Christian in Athens, Georgia. And he's also head of MVP Sports, which is a great organization that he has built from the ground up, uh, really serving the needs of many basketball coaches in the area. Uh, and he teaches um, and coaches grades five through seven, or actually three through seven. He's got a great feeder program, great feeder league that he runs. He's going to talk to you today about his all-star showcase. That's coming up fairly soon, and I hope you enjoy the podcast and get a lot out of it. Coach Michael Palmer. Then they see my paycheck. They know that ain't true. All right, everybody. Welcome. Episode 230 here. Uh, we we got a returner coming back, uh, Coach Michael Palmer. He was on the podcast a while back. And to me, he's just a, a great uh, – I, I just call a great middle school coaching expert. I think he does a great job with young kids developing. And um, he's going to talk about his program that he has going on right now. So welcome to the podcast, Coach Palmer. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Uh, currently, we have wrapped up our season in the uh, Northeast Georgia Feeder League, which is a league for third graders through seventh graders. And uh, one of the best events we do, I think, that promotes girls basketball is coming up this Saturday. We call it the uh, NEGFL Showcase Showdown. It's a uh, kind of like an NBA, WNBA type all-star game where we select play coaches will select players and then we've also uh over the past probably 16 seasons what we've done is went out to uh outside the league to local middle schools and uh we have a middle school girls and a middle school boys uh showcase as well so 
we have the kids who play in the league, uh, in that feeder league, third through seventh. And then we also have seventh and eighth graders who don't play in the league. Uh, and they all converge on Prince Avenue, uh, which will be this Saturday, February 6th. And uh, just like the NBA game, we'll have an Eastern and a Western conference. We divide the kids up. Uh, we just let them play at this point in the season. They know how to play. They've all been practicing and playing. Uh, most of them have probably played 10 to 12 games by now. Middle school kids, they've obviously played some of them more than that. With with it being a COVID year, some of them have actually played less than that. But uh, And then we'll bring in coaches. We, we bring in some local high school seniors. We have some coaches within our league that uh, we have that will be coaching. And uh, and we just have a good time with it. We, uh, we have an MC that will announce all the coaches, or the coaches and players uh, another thing we do is we give all the kids medals after the games. We have an MVP of each game, uh, pictures that the uh, parents can get on the backdrops and post on social media. Uh, try to really promote the kids and promote basketball, two things that uh, feel that are important. And uh, we're going to have a good time with that. We really have, have uh, expanded this year. We actually have three middle school boys all-star games. Last year we – uh, tried our hand with that. It, it went off pretty well. So uh, going to do that again this year. And we went from one game uh, to three games. So you can see we, we've grown in that area as well. And uh, got some really good players. On the girls' side, we have what we call an Elite 11, where in between the last girls' game and the second to last, which would be between the 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock game, we'll recognize – what MVP School of Sports thinks is the top 11 girls middle school basketball players in the area, recognized coach of the year and also uh, player of the year, which this year we have uh, two kids who are tied for, uh, we have co-player of the year, I guess you would call it. And uh, so it's going to be a fun day. going to be a lot of basketball, going to be uh, one of the stories I was thinking about as I was uh, waiting to uh, get on here with you was, you know, the girls who are in, college that are freshmen right now back when they were in eighth grade probably one of the best middle school eighth grade games we've ever had uh we had Ansley Hall who's now at uh, Tennessee Tech playing uh Maggie Campbell who's now at Anderson College playing uh Sabil Fokar I think's at Barry College uh Shorter College we got uh, Julia Peroni so a lot of these kids wind up going on to uh, you know go on to play at the next level, not just high school, but play college ball. So it's kind of fun to see when they're actually in college playing. They've achieved their dreams. They've uh, you know one region in their high school uh, career. They you know got a thousand or two thousand points, whatever. Then they go to college, and you're like, man, I remember when that kid was was you know fifth, sixth, seventh grade, and then they came back in the eighth grade and played in the feeder league all-star game. And uh, that that's what's kind of unique about it is you get to see kids who are, you know, they're stars today for their age, but they're also going to be stars over the next four years in high school. And then some of them are going to also uh, be stars of beyond. Mike, you do a great job with that area. Matter of fact, I'm really jealous. I mean, you do a great job. Um, I wish you were closer to me out here. But, um, <laughs> Maybe in the future we can get some of our kids out there. Hey, tell the tell the listeners out there from around the country and so forth um, what area that you cover, and also you don't do this. I mean, you're a PE teacher at a local school out there, so you're helping out the community. 
Yeah, we, I, I tell you just a story about this. Uh... Go ahead, Coach. All right, Coach, go, go ahead and continue on. All right, so uh, one one quick thing I wanted to say is when we started this, we had uh, trying to look for some gym space and went to a place downtown Athens and told the guy what I wanted to do. He said, <laughs> I never will forget, he said, nobody's going to pay to watch girls basketball. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I, I said, I think parents will, will – because our, our – kind of our business model is, you know, the teams will sign up, parents – when they come to the games, they pay for them, just like a middle school or high school game. That money pays for the officials. It pays for insurance. It pays for gym rental, pays for awards that we give out at the all-star games. Uh, kind of goes a lot of different places. But so we started out with eight teams. And, you know, at the end of the season, that guy said, you know, I never would have thought anybody would pay to watch girls basketball. And, uh, you know, now we have 56 teams playing. And I always think back to that conversation and just sometimes when you have a dream, I think it's important not to let other people uh, tell you whether that dream is possible or not. And, okay. uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it it's just grown exponentially. But, yeah, I teach PE at Prince Avenue Christian School, teach lower school PE. And uh, so this is something it's what I would say is it's just been a labor of love. And uh, to see these kids get to play with their classmates, uh, you know, to see them go on to be good middle school, high school players, to see them get to go on and play in college, and uh, to just know that they started out in the Northeast Georgia Feeder League, which, you know, 16 years ago, somebody told me nobody would ever pay to watch girls basketball, and now we've grown, like I said, exponentially. But we cover Northeast Georgia, and so we have Oconee, North Oconee, Prince Academy, Madison County, uh, just any school that probably is within about a 35 mile radius of, of the Athens Oconee area. But for our, one of the things I've always done in the all-star game is I've went out and got, you know, like we have Centennial sending places out of uh, Atlanta. Buford is sending uh, players. Uh, I mean, so we've got, for that, we've kind of opened it up and had kids. Uh, you guys actually, uh, Lily Dominey's playing in. Yeah, so sure. we, we've got kids. Uh, we didn't really make it exclusive just for our players. So what I try to do is per game, we'll have, I want 10 kids because I feel like you can sub five at a time. Uh, really, eight's probably the, the ideal number, but 10 allows you to have two more kids in there and you never know what kind of uh, – you know, that might be the last year they're going to play basketball. So, so you may really uh, do something special for a kid. But so anytime we have some extra spots, I try to go outside of our uh, organization area. And, and, you know, we don't, we don't generally have social circle teams. We don't generally have uh, Buford teams. But I'll try to go out and get those coaches and, and say, hey, do you have a kid that you think has the ability and the availability to come play? And uh, generally, it's, it's uh, generally they always will call or email or text me on Monday and say, hey, my kid just loved that. Uh, please keep us on the list. We'd love to come back. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to put an organization in, 
But, uh, you know, I think it kind of helps us advertise. You know, I don't know that I want this thing to grow to 200 teams, but, you know, if it helps us get a team or two down the road, then uh, I think it's a good idea. And, you know, the more people uh, in the gym playing basketball right now, the better is what I say. It's very well run and so forth. I know you do a great job. That area is very lucky to have you out there. Hey, what are some, I mean, how much attention do you focus with people who are coaching it and also the behavior, the parent, you know, as your good solid parenting? I know you got, you're a high character, high valued guy. What are those things are you trying to share with your coaches out there? Really, the coaches, I mean, we don't generally have very many coaching issues within the league. I mean, we're probably like everybody else every now and then. There, there is going to be an issue crop up. But, uh, you know, generally in our league, it's the coaches get a little bit competitive and, and fiery. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we went – I can think of maybe two technicals that our refs have given out in 16 years, and that's probably pretty good for, for any league. We've never had a coach kicked out. Uh, you know, we had we had our championship games this past weekend, and we had a couple uh, – we had a fan who got pretty excited, and I, I myself got pretty excited. So, uh, you know, and then I think we had a couple coaches get – you know, they get caught up in the heat of the battle. But uh, – for the most part, I would say our coaches are very knowledgeable. They do a good job coaching their kids. They put a good product on the floor, and I, I feel like they're very well behaved. Uh, one of the things I would say, though, uh, we I feel like we do a good job getting some of the better referees. You know, that's a that's a hard thing to do because there's not a lot of people that want to officiate nowadays, uh, especially with COVID going on. They got to worry about their health. Uh, but that's a thankless job. You're always going to be leaving with somebody mad at you, whether it's coach or a fan. So I feel like I've done a good job. Uh, that's kind of one of the things you have to have. You you have. I mean, if you don't have officials, you ain't going to be able to play games. So I want always want to try to go out and get the best officials, guys that are knowledgeable of not necessarily always knowledgeable of the rules. I want them to be knowledgeable of that, but more importantly, I want them to be good managers of the game. Yeah, I feel like. Like the guys who maybe if they don't know all the rules but they can manage the game are better than the guys who know all the rules but don't know how to manage the game. I don't know if that makes sense, but I've always uh, felt like those were uh, some of the best guys to get as far as officiating. But I tell you, as far as coaches, I would put my coaches up against any league around. I mean, I have just some – we have some great, great coaches in this league, very knowledgeable of the game. A lot of them have played college sports, so they – they kind of know what has to uh, be put into it to go to the next level. Uh, just and really good people love the kids. Uh, do they get excited sometimes? It, it, no doubt, but <laughs> I get excited too when I coach. So I think that comes sometimes with the uh, passion of wanting to win. Yeah, I know we get excited when we play Prince Avenue too. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that happens. Leave that one alone. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Hey, I know you do a great job, Mike, and I, I appreciate everything you're doing and so forth. Um, how could, let's say there's a school or uh, or another school out there that's interested in kind of getting into, into your league, uh, how can they contact you and what do you recommend? Uh, they could they could call me 706-372-9003 or they could email me mvpschoolofsports at gmail.com and uh, I could give them 
all the details on how they would go about starting up a team and, and jumping in. And they, you don't have to come in with a whole organization. You can, uh, we've got a coach, Katie David, who, uh, her and a guy named Craig Oshel, they have pretty much resurrected the Oconee side. I mean, we used to get maybe one of the Oconee team, but we just, uh, for whatever reason, but they have a lot of kids over there. And those two coaches have, uh, this year, I think they had six or seven teams, and every one of their teams made a championship game. So out of 11 divisions, I think six or seven, whatever they had, had uh, had teams in the championship. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot of work too. But as you see these kids move up the pipeline, I think it's very rewarding as a kid. It certainly has been rewarding for me, but I think it's rewarding for the coaches as well. Are you planning, Mike, to add, uh, like, you know, just kind of keep adding on divisions, kind of expanding outwardly, outwardly? Is that a goal of yours? or? I, I tell you, I would love to be able to expand in the – I know Gwinnett has the GBL, but I would love to yeah, be able to – Yeah, that's what Buford everybody's in, yeah. I would love to be able to get some teams that way. Uh, you know, I would love to consistently be able to get, you know, teams like you guys, Greene County – Hart County, Franklin County. Uh, sometimes it's hard to pull them away from the rec department. But, right. you know, for me, I'm not really competing with the rec department because I think there's a place for rec departments. And I, and I think, uh, you know, whether the kid is good enough to be in my league and play with their classmates or, you know, it's a kid who probably isn't got middle school, high school on their radar. Like, I think they should still be playing in their community. But I think if you are a – coach or a parent who at the grassroots you know in that third through seventh grade level you want to see some of those kids play together before they get to middle school I think that's kind of the uh you know we're kind of the place you probably need to be putting those kids in there I highly recommend you know getting into uh Mike's league he does a great job not only that Mike you run a great summer camp talk about that before you go uh you run an individual skills camp and so forth talk about that yeah, two things. Uh, in the spring, I do a league called the Drew League where kids come in. We take a limited amount, and every week they're going to get one practice, and then we divide them up every Thursday, and they play games, and we mix the teams up. So it's kind of like they're playing on a different team every week. They don't play with the same kids or against the same kids, but all 28 of those kids are in the league together. So uh, it's kind of like a formal way to play pickup ball without the expense and the drive of travel basketball. Uh, allows the kids to also be able to play spring sports freely. Uh, and then in the summer, we have MVP School of Sports – or MVP School of Basketball uh, camps, which we do those by, by gender. So we'll have uh, all girls and all boys, but kids can come nine to one. Uh, generally, we don't just sell the basketball part of it. We try to have a lot of guest speakers to come in and talk about, you know, different adversities they've overcome. I think uh, – I think it was Denzel Washington I heard one time say, you know, the greatest speed bump in trying to reach progress is ease. So we try to bring in people that will talk about, you know, things they've overcome, uh, you know, don't always look for the easy way out. And so uh, we don't really just sell the basketball part of those. We, we try to make an impact. I, I feel like if the kids ain't growing off the court, then we probably did not really reach the goal uh, of the camp. So, uh, and, and again, parents can reach out to me, MVP School of Sports at gmail.com on uh, 
whether it's Drew League or, or you know, coaches want their kids to get an extra camp in the summer, they can they can uh, send me emails for information on that as well. I love that. And I, know, I highly recommend it. It's a great teaching camp that Mike does. So, Coach, thank you for coming on. I'll get this out to as many people as possible, and I appreciate what you're doing to help out your community. All right, man. You take it easy, bud. All right, hey, we gotta, hey, we gotta keep the ball rolling out here, man. I can't believe man, they have us ranked number one, man. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. I was fixing to say, man, you gotta quit being Lou Holtz telling me you don't. <laughs> I see you guys sitting at the top, ranked number one. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna get tougher and tougher, Mike. You know that, man. You, you're used to being on time. <laughs> you gotta, hey, you gotta let, you gotta hook me up with a ticket when y'all get in the playoffs, so I can come down there and watch y'all. No, no doubt about that. I'll have you sit next to Heinen, man. Big John. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you, Coach. Appreciate you guys. All right. Take care. Coaches, this is Coach Kevin Furtado. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to my podcast. I know there's a lot of great podcasts out there. Thank you for tuning in. I'd like to thank our sponsor, The Gun from Shootaway. Uh, they've been very loyal to my podcast. I'd like to share you about share with you about the new 12K gun just coming out. Matter of fact, I just sold a gun, 12K gun, recently to Westminster Christian in Watkinsville, Georgia. Um, and this is a brand new machine. They, uh, recently, the, the everybody, a lot of people have the 10K or the 8K, uh, but the 12K is unbelievable. Let's talk about the features. First of all, the floor is yours. With over 200 programmable locations, you can touch any spot on the floor to shoot from or drag and drop a ball to change a location. Real-time analytics. Track twos, threes, and free throws within the same workout. Report statistics in real time on the touchscreen and front scoreboard. Also has a touchscreen. Allows players to touch the spots where they want to receive the pass and start shooting in a matter of seconds. Makes in a row counter. Program shooting workouts demand so many makes in a row before the gun will move to another area. I really like that feature. Made at a spot. Require made shots at a spot before going to the next spot. What are some standards? On-demand workouts. Shootaway trainers demonstrate shooting drills right on the screen, and the gun will automatically program itself. Makes required mode. To challenge the best shooters, this will require shots to be made at a specific location before moving to the next spot. This allows you to focus on a successful repetition versus just getting 500 shots in. Increase arch. Increase player's arch to 45 degrees and get a 44% increase in target size. Countdown bar lets the players know when the next ball is going to be fired. Fire up to 1,800 shots per hour. Collection net. Industry's only handmade netting that is strong and transparent. Adjust from 11 to 14 feet to force players to shoot with the right amount of arch from shooting spot. Easy setup and takedown. Set up in 25 seconds and takedown in 15. One-piece construction. Rolls through any standard doorway. Wireless remote. Start or stop the gun from firing anytime. Control time between passing, allowing you to change a drill. Manually fire balls with a push of a button making it easier to teach correct shooting form. Coaches, this is just a few of the features of the 12K gun. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you are interested in purchasing a new 12K gun, 
contact me at 478-461-4403 or furtadok57 at gmail.com. I will get you a really a discounted price right now. The best time to get a 12K is right now. So contact me immediately and I will set you up and get that gun ordered for your program. Get your players shooting like crazy. All right. So coaches, thank you for listening to the podcast and stay tuned for the next one. Hello, my name is Coach Charlie Miller, headmaster trainer with the TAC Basketball Academy in Dallas, Texas. I'm here to promote the upcoming Championship Vision podcast clinic series brought to us by Coach Kevin Furtado from Lake Oconee Academy in Greensboro, Georgia. Coach Furtado is a well-respected, sought-after coach and found other coaches like him to share their best practices and secrets to success with players, parents, and teams. The clinic will provide two types of virtual clinics, lecture style via Zoomcast and on-court instructions with coaches and players. Again, my name is Coach Charlie Miller from Attack Basketball Academy, where we work with kids from third grade through high school in a positive and growth-oriented atmosphere that promotes a whole-body approach to well-being. Our programs are designed not only to improve your child's ability on the court, but also to teach him or her valuable skills that will serve them throughout their lives.